and it's going. If it falls, it falls. Yeah, before it falls, we'll just get we'll get cracking. What is going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. In front of our shiny new sign. Swipe it outside. Yeah. That and because it's a, a lovely day. And that's the end of the podcast. New sign through this. <laughs> I've not just grown in height. Uh, I'm stood on a slightly raised up patio here, just in case you were wondering why James has suddenly shrunk. He hasn't. You could, could have saw that as a program on that. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, grow so the grow six inches <laughs> in a week. Hey, <laughs> I wonder how many fellas would sign up for that. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a glorious day. There's a few people training inside the gym. Uh, so before we come outside and treat you to a nice new sign, we never had, a, we've not had, a, well, it's been like, what, nearly four years and we've only just got a sign. It's probably kind of like, business 101 you know so people actually know where you're based to get a sign but it's, it's not the end of the world saying, i'm outside but where's I'm the outside. gym yeah i'm outside but where's the gym yeah you're probably in the wrong place um now that should stop maybe 60 percent of that i was like i had to come outside and you're like down there like on the phone just <laughs> <around>. <laughs> yeah. I like, is that you in the purple jumper over here Hello. So yeah, I think it, it'll be a, a nice backdrop as well. It's a, it's a cool sign. I am very, very pleased with it. Um, shout out to Big Cole for sorting that out. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a fan of that though. Ugh. Ugh. Um. Anyway, we wanted to talk about. And bear in mind, in case you're wondering if we like start laughing or get a little bit distracted, the gym is on like a fully functioning industrial estate. Yeah. Um, yeah there's lots of people who come and go throughout the day and it's always funny in the evening people who like who maybe always train in the evening and everywhere else is like closed if they come to like a midday session or like a morning session one of the things they'll say is oh it surprises me how busy it is here during the day it's like do you think these are all like you know fake pop-up Disney businesses. <laughs> it's just all it's just all a set. Just yeah, yeah. It's to give it some ambiance. <laughs> yeah, we actually own all of these, we just don't use them. Yeah, the, 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 they're just hollow inside. Well technically though, all the units would be hollow inside, wouldn't they? You know what I mean? It's all it's all facades. That's the just, word just, for it. Facade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that we wanted to talk about today was mistakes that we've made and we can put that in a obviously a training uh point of view just 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 in general is it just like in, in life in, in general, health yeah. yeah in health and fitness in general and probably a really good place to start would be personally obviously although it's not health and fitness issue or mistake per se it's to do with health and fitness and that's not not investing in a sign. That's more business things. Yeah, investing <laughs> yeah. in a sign. <laughs> Earlier on, um, in terms of my own um, mistakes that I've made, um, in terms of you know training, health, fitness, probably a big faux pas of mine, a big sort of mistake that I've made is when I've been trying to gain muscle, still doing like boatloads of cardio, so still jogging still like you know hammering uh, like a rowing machine 
doing bags and bags and bags of cardio because I was scared that I was going to get fat. And obviously, doing some cardio is a good idea, regardless of what your goal is. But when you're, when you're training to build muscle four or five times a week, to then do four or five cardio sessions a week. Like hit sessions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a little bit counterproductive. So that's something that I've definitely learned from, that your, dose, your dosage for anything is what's going to determine your results. When I was trying to put muscle on, the amount of training that I was doing um, in the gym for that purpose was more than enough. But the amount of cardio that I was doing to sort of supplement health with that was way too much. And so rather than increasing muscle mass, got very lean, but didn't actually achieve the goal that I actually wanted to achieve. So I think that's probably something that a lot of people can probably relate to especially when you go into a bit of a surplus of, of eating, when you go into a surplus of eating, that you're worried that you're just going to get fat. It's not the case if you can find a good balance between the, the eating, the training, and the well, gym. Just use the cardio for health rather health, than yeah. calories burning. And, and that's like a big mistake for sure, that um, being too focused on that output rather than, okay, instead of instead of going for like a, a 5k jog or like a, a 10 mile bike ride or whatever, which is stuff that I would hold my hands up and say that I did used to do quite a lot of, never really particularly enjoyed it. Um, rather than doing that, it would probably be more worthwhile to, one, change the, uh, change the method. And instead of doing a, like a long steady duration, uh, protocol like a 5k or whatever doing some sprints instead frequency can be brought right down from like four or five to two or three so yeah twice and even uh even again going back to the method changing it from a jog to a walk would be another sort of sensible sensible way of switching things around steps Mm. Yeah, and I think that's that's like sort of mistake number one for me. I'm trying to do like sprints after do like a leg day. Mm. Like I'll do some cut intervals well to burn some fat to intervals, but just yeah, yeah it's kind of a bit counterproductive almost to like better off do that like on a separate day or mm. hours later. On a, yeah, on a different day or with what is it like at least four hours some six, food six and hours, preferably yeah. some sleep <laughs> between sessions. Um, like at the minute, I'm trying to maximize like strength gain and cardio, so I'm doing it on different days, also varying the intensity of the cardio. I think that like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, left, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm doing like, some the, form the endurance of work. endurance work. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like a, a I would guess that you've probably made the same mistake that I did with, with that in that your methods, your your effort was in the right place, but the application and the methods that you chose to you to do it in the past probably didn't didn't really marry up, and so it it, it like kind of resulted in probably getting super lean and, and pretty fit as well, but do it the wrong way, becoming massively <laughs> fatigued and it not being required and to just, make the same progress. 
disordered. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's definitely like a big mistake that probably a lot of people make. A lot of people put too much emphasis on um, on doing boatloads of cardio. Like I said last week, they try and copy what they see online in the magazines. That's where mine came from. Mm. Like I used to try and like eat six meals a day. It was all, all clean. Things. Yeah. Like even on like a day off, every day off, like I used to have, was it? Like a Wednesday off college. But I'd still wake up at 6 a.m. to to go and train. Oh, to go, I used to go and train faster because I thought oh, I'd be burning more fat as well, yeah. burning muscle. But I'd train faster and I could still get my six meals every two and a half to three hours in. <laughs> but then I was still massive on the rain because I was doing so much for so little food. And because I just, I'd lost a lot of weight. Like, this is when I was still born, like anorexic. Like, I was still eating like less than 2,000 calories. But still in six meals, thinking mm. I was doing it right. Yeah, but I was skinny. I'm just <laughs> wondering why. Why yeah. aren't I getting stronger or fitter? Why am I tired all the time? It's like I always think if I was eating <laughs> how I am now back then, mm. I would have made so much more, like better progress. And like, yeah, that was probably going to be one thing that I was going to bring up. Of um... even, even like it's only been the last three years, four years, I've actually started to eat properly. I actually fueled myself. I'm like, I've made gains. So, so much progress. Yeah. I've added like 30, 35 kilos to my squat. Just like, there's the measures shot up. I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Maybe there is something. More of this equals more of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who'd have fucking thought it? <laughs> <laughs> See, but I went and run out. I'm still like eating like over 3,500 calories and like. Yeah. I actually feel covered. Mm. I just feel good. actually feel all right for a change. Yeah, yeah. Like, even on tight legs today, it's a PB 5K. After like, a load of wall balls yesterday. Mm. I think it's it's funny that because I've definitely gone through something similar uh, very recently. Um, Especially when the weather's nice, you always think, like, these shares can be off soon. Mm. You want to feel... Yeah, yeah. You don't want to feel like a blob in in summer, which I think is is definitely a fair point. So if you're training for, if you're training for anything really, like whatever your method of training is, make sure you're fueling sufficiently. I think would be a fair point, and definitely, um, obviously, with like rugby when I was younger. You'd, I would always be looking for things to like, right, what's going to make me perform well? And I used to think when I was like 16, 17, oh, I'll have a protein shake straight before training. And the amount of times where I was either on the, I never actually threw up. But when you can feel it, you can't quite push yourself as hard because you know, like, oh my God, if I carry on, I'm going to vomit. So I'm going to have to drop this intensity a little bit. I'm going to have to, you know, take my foot off the pedal a little bit. And then I'll always feel like I could have given more in that session. I could have tried harder and it could have made me like a better rugby player, for example. Um, so, the food. Yeah, exactly. Like eat proper food, fuel your sessions, fuel your gains. Isn't it? Like, Even like I would say, you, you've got to fuel the fatness as well. Mm. You see the energy to go and put the effort in the gym to, to get the results that you want. Yeah. 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 It, almost I, seems, it almost seems backwards, but then you're like, actually it makes sense. Hold on. It does make sense. Like probably a pretty good example of that is if you Take someone who's like maybe maybe not done any physical activity beyond walking to the car, <laughs> beyond walking to the car in the morning to go to work. 
walking from the car to the desk at work and then is sat down for like eight hours a day then they repeat the process again in the, the afternoon or the evening there they could literally eat the, the exact same diet for what like six seven weeks and just start training and just start walking a little bit more and they'd see results Ooh, gonna go? Uh, <laughs> the makeshift stand just stood up to the test I like it. It's like that doesn't twist around like it. Mm. Anyway. We could go change it around. No, that's all right. Mm. You commit, he, we're committed now. Committed, yeah. <laughs> if it falls, it falls. Yeah, it, it, it'll make for a, for a funny reel anyway, if it does. But when it does. Um, yeah. Probably another mistake that kind of ties in with that. I would say is not fully committing to um to one specific goal. big goal yeah so um like before like you want to build muscle but like you're almost scared to get fat so you do a bit more cardio exactly that's one day mm. and you, you're, you're like, like oh why you are they don't want to lose muscle so you <laughs> yeah. eat a bit more and you're like, mm. i don't, don't want to feel weak or like lose strength but if you feel yourself properly you won't lose strength. Exactly. And if you feel properly, you won't gain too much fat. Mm. Like it's a... There'll be like elements of of both. But there'll be there'll definitely be elements of both. But how you choose to sort of go about it is what's gonna determine like right how how much fat are you gonna gain? Are you gonna gain a load of fat because you've eaten everything in sight? Or are you gonna gain a little bit of fat, but the amount of muscle that you're building is so much that it's yeah. barely even noticeable, which that's obviously the dream. We want to maximize muscle gain without adding too much fat. Now, there is a caveat to that in that... Sadly, it's not big, as big of a surplus as you think. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like 5% more. Mm, 5% more over the course of a year and we'll, we'll see you through. And that's where obviously going from going from eating like sort of shitty foods shitty calorie dense foods that have resulted in maybe adding some unwanted body fat to eating a quote unquote clean diet with calorie sparse foods which are usually more satiating keep you fuller for longer but have less calories that's where like the sort of challenge comes into play because obviously people will think that they have to eat a shitload of these clean foods, which to a certain extent to feel good is true. But when you're looking to build muscle, it doesn't really matter too much where it, where the calories come from, just as long as you get them. And as long as you're not eating. Like, you be probably eat enough to get enough nutrients, mm, like a variety of nutrients anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You need the extra, like, you need cookies and stuff to get the extra calories in. Uh, absolutely, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I wish that I would have properly committed to uh, one, to those kind of aesthetic goals, losing body fat, building muscle, like, and maximized them. The one, unsurprisingly, the one time, the couple of, a handful of times that I've really committed myself to one goal was my last weightlifting competition because I just needed to do, to do something to get training after Grace was born. 
I was like, I need a goal, right? English Championships, potential for British Championships. And unsurprisingly, you know what I ended up achieved, <laughs> achieved the goal of qualifying for it. But then the shit with, you know, we don't want to fucking talk about any of that. It's like, but I achieved the number and I went through the process, really committed to it. But there was times in the past where I was trying to get good at weightlifting, get good at rugby, get good at boxing, develop a better engine for cardio. <laughs> develop a better engine for cardio. They're looking for somewhere, but... I know, yeah. We have a sign. We have a sign, so... <laughs> Is it here? <laughs> um, and just committing to one of those goals is what would have probably seen much better results, whereas all of them took a little bit longer to uh, to sort of come by. It saw improvements in all of them, but not at the rate that you would be. Oh wow, I'm really good at this now. Like a tiny little bit better in a relatively short space of time, commit to it for a longer time, and just to that, it's not surprising that you get better at you get a lot better at something. So I think committing to the long term to a to a big goal that you might have, whether it's building muscle, losing body fat, uh, getting better at powerlifting, getting better at weightlifting, getting better at CrossFit, getting Getting better at running, getting better at like a martial art, something like that. So say even in CrossFit, they have they have seasons and blocks. <clears throat> so they mm. prioritize different things in each each block. Mm. Which makes sense, really. Like it's like right now, it's just been the open, so everyone's geared towards that. So now mm. it's like people who didn't get through. They're almost back into their like off season now. So yeah, the strength block and then and and then like fucking whatever like, like gymnastics conditioning mm, blocks and then like skill based stuff yeah yeah I, th- I think that bringing it back to sort of a dieting point of view obviously you don't want to prattle on about food all day because we could go down a big rabbit hole with that the way i like to think of it now is committing to like six to twelve week blocks um obviously no one really wants to feel like they're on a diet for an extended period of time it's just eating more eating less is the sim- is the simplistic thing and eating enough to sustain the progress that you've made um so when i was when i first got into gym and stuff like my nutrition was still pretty poor mm. well i just ate less calories like oh my god i'd have like remember those sachets out yeah i'd have like two or three of them I just have like the one. Yeah. For lunch, ever went to Chippy? Like, nice. Used to go to um, to the college fish bar. Yeah. Used to get their their <laughs> chips. Like they had, they had this really nice like, like sticky barbecue sauce. But then that'd be my lunch. Yeah. I get like a little other stuff with it. Mm. And then dinner, I'd be like half pack of that like tortellini pasta. Normally, I like a full pack. Yeah. Again, I was just eating less, and I lost. In like six months, I'd lost two or three stone i think just by doing that just by yeah just by doing that so like that kind of demonstrates that like i was pretty much doing like if i if i am back then mm. without realizing just eating less yeah yeah like one of those pasta pots but that yeah, like and what would have probably been a better protocol would have been to actually learn about nutrition well yeah there's that <laughs> <laughs> but to find what your maintenance was 
to keep you exactly the same. What your maintenance calories would be to keep you exactly the same. And then reducing that by 500, like week to week to week. Reducing that by 500 for, let's say, six weeks. And at the end of the six weeks, we work out what's your new maintenance again. And at the end of that six weeks, the end of the next uh, lot of six weeks, we go back into a bit of a deficit. And so it's rather than going, I'm going to absolutely cut everything in two and cut all the shit foods out, all that kind of thing, all the foods that I really enjoy eating. It's like, yeah, you are still achieving the deficit, but it's just in six-week blocks where you go, let's put an arbitrary number to it, where you go, uh, for this six weeks, I'm eating 2,500 calories. For the, the six weeks following, I'm going back up to maintenance at 3,000 calories, for example. And then you might find that your maintenance would stick stick at around 3,000. So it's like, okay, I'm going to drop back down to 2,500. And then over the course of that, if you're still training and going through periods of dieting or periods of extra restriction, you're going to make more progress than, than going, I'm going to slice everything in two. And it's going to be more sustainable as well because obviously dropping dropping like what two three stone in the course in the space of what like six months probably isn't like the the most sustainable way of doing things no that, that's what ended up being like anorexic and all that yeah yeah well yeah exa- <laughs> that <was a> start. <laughs> exactly exactly so was, i think it was after like six months mark i started like looking into it more and like mm. just went down that rubber hole <laughs> it's um Looking yeah. back, you'd probably like, yeah, I probably I fucked up there. Um, and I think it's it's an easy enough mistake to make. Two years before I was like, sort all out. Mm. Yeah. But now, luckily for you, whoever's watching this, you don't have to make that mistake. Because we've made them for you. Because we've made them for you. Like, someone who's smart learns from the mistakes, but a genius, this is you, learns from other people's mistakes. <laughs> so I always remember that um, I can't remember what it is, but like that speech by like R- R- Rafiki and John Lion King. Yeah. Like the past hurts, can you like run from it or you can learn from it? It's <laughs> like, well, first I'm going to take your stick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got we've got some nutrition mistakes. We've got the the sign mistake. We've got the committing to a goal mistake. Um, nice stuff. Other mistakes that we can think of. I think I, I saw a list of mistakes, but I don't think it's on this. Well, that was a mistake. I know. <laughs> not writing things down. Not writing things down is my mistake. Where jump? Probably a big mistake that I would uh, admit yes. to would be underestimating the power of just going for a walk. Mm. And this is not even like from an aesthetic like fat loss muscle gain whatever point of view just the power of going for a walk for 20 minutes going around the park going around the park with the dog how much that can lift your mood how much how much of a difference it can make to your day make you feel so much better so when people say if you're feeling a little bit low you maybe you should consistently try and you know get outside like there's that saying of go touch grass 
like and it's proper true especially in like the the sort of digital age where we're constantly on devices we're constantly on a laptop there's always a, a phone within uh within arm's reach laptop whatever leave it at home or zip it up in your pocket and leave it there so it can count your steps for you like that would be something that i would admit that i overlooked the power of because i thought that rugby training being outside for that or um going for a run and being outside for that would be enough and yeah like you'll get some endorphins but if you have that like little bit of like sort of clear headspace of just sort of going for a walk a bit of time. yeah like I'm, it's like it is the, for lack for lack of a better term it's a bit of a meditative state where you give your you give your brain like a bit of a chance to um sort of reset itself yeah, and yeah. have a bit of, bit of space like when i walk dog in the morning i just leave my phone in my pocket mm. and then just walk, walk with him around the field with him yeah yeah there's like i bet you on days where where you don't do that you kind of get like a little bit I wouldn't say ratty. I was going to take, take pictures of them. I use mm. them. Like, them goofy pictures. Yeah. <laughs> goofy, I'll take a quick snap. Yeah. And then back in the pocket, I'm just like, spending time. Carrying along. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's a dog, I feel like I must neglect him when I put him on my phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is that off running around? And, like, There's something that, like, since... Oh. Stay. Bad phone. <laughs> it's not really the phone's fault. It's more the, the stand's fault, really, isn't it? Um, since having since having a kid, since having Grace, like I've felt exactly the same, and I used to feel that way about Oscar. Like, obviously, he doesn't really give a shit whether you're on your phone or not, no, he's, unless he's, happy he's just outside. happy to be outside. Um, but I feel like a right twat if, like, you know, I, I catch myself, I'm on my phone, and Grace is like looking at me or like playing with a flower or something like that. So. It's not really like whatever's on the phone. Whatever's on the phone, <laughs> that's just probably nearly gone now. Whatever's on the phone can wait, and that's like a big thing that I wish I'd have learned. I wish I'd have learned that sooner. It's been like last last night, I was sat on the couch just watching the telly, watching Mandalorian. Like Owen came over and sat by me. Like I think he wanted to play. So like, I sat there five minutes. I was like, oh no! I was like, actually, I'll, I'll play with him. Right, right. And, like. I, I, <laughs> got a thing where i get down on all fours and like i like i push my head into his and he like gets all excited and like starts wrestling me <laughs> so i was see that cheryl Bye. before Bye. you go before you go uh what's one mistake that you've made that you want to learn from to do with training to do with health to do with fitness put you on the spot what's one tell me again what's one one mistake that you've made to do with like training, health, and fitness that you wish you'd learned from? Like, what's a mistake that you've made that you wish you would have learned from sooner? Do my form correctly every time. Nice. Spot on, yeah. That's a very, very good one. Very good point. See you later, Cheryl. When are you training next? Right. Um, maybe tomorrow. Definitely Saturday. Sounds See you tomorrow. Get back to that, yeah. My dog. Okay. Get them a thought, but he pushed me into his, and he like gets all like starts like resting the back and bark at me and that. Yeah, just makes my dad happy and like his tail's going, and then for, like, a good 10 15 minutes, just like play wrestling with him. And then 
<laughs> like, like, it, it made me it put me in a best mood as well. Like, well yeah, exactly. Because probably because you're not like watching the telly not anymore, or like the device is away. It was still on because Mandalorian. I was catching one. Yeah. Was, I mean, like, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> yeah, but my my response to that is you can always rewind it. Yeah. I just pause it, but yeah, pause like, it, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was happy and like, rather than just going off and like, and being in like a, a sulk, yeah. yeah. Even though dogs don't, even though they sulk, they, they're not actually that sad, are they? No, really? Like, I had a good play with him, he was like all happy, and then <laughs> I sat on the floor and he like playing some legs. I was going to cut more, yeah. There you go, staying in the in the present I, I, moment, I, I on the softer side. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just took a dog to bring it out, just yeah. took Odin to bring it out, and yeah, yeah. Staying in the um, staying in the sort of present moment is probably a pretty good uh, sort of. So you could go off on a tangent on that one, but. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I say, remember the um, was it the, the Queen's Jubilee a few years ago? Like, like the big parade and all that. Like, see everyone in the front row. Look, everyone's got the camera out. Recording yeah. and taking pictures. Yeah. And it's just, just like this little lady just sat there. Just, 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 just no looking. Phone, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just watching. Just like taking it all in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, know, I know exactly the thing that you mean. Like, I yeah. find at times I'm like, yeah, I'll take a picture. I'm like, no, I'm just going to. I'm just going to watch it. I'm yeah. just going to use my eyes. Yeah, I'm going to take it in. I'm not going to just look, the, look at it through a screen. I'm yeah. Just take it in properly. And... I'm just going to use my eye holes. Yeah. That's, that, that is like a very good point. And I do know ex- the exact thing that you're on about. Um, because I think that's probably like a, a generational thing, isn't it? Really, like you, you obviously want to create like memories yeah, for like, lack of a better. Everyone now is just for like Instagram, just for the gram, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the clout. To a certain extent, yeah, fucking you do you and all that, but also don't put too much emphasis on like trying to impress people that you don't know for likes that don't really fucking mean anything. Like, you want to put something on Instagram, do it for yourself because it's your account, like. And that's that's probably another thing that I've learned is just trying to trying to try and be yourself. Don't try and be a, no one else because that's um, obviously not you. Um, there's no point. There's no point trying to be someone else because people see through it eventually anyway. Oh, I try and follow someone's training plan, or nutrition plan. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing it back to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whereas, really, you only really need to learn the fundamentals, which is what we teach here at Liverpool Strength. Look at a sign. <laughs> if you wanna, if you want some uh, no bullshit information, advice, uh, access to the fundamentals of strength training, making progress, and to avoid some of the mistakes that we've made in the past, head to the link that's down below. Sign up for the twenty-one day fundamentals course, um, and yeah, we'll look to get you started. Yeah, I think just circling back to what Cheryl said, I think that's a very good point. Learning proper form. Learning good technique, good form straight away. It's something that I learned the hard way with weightlifting because mm. started off, had like a couple of different coaches and a couple of different people that I would work with. And... I don't think my my own ego wouldn't let me take on board the advice that they were giving me. I got to a point where I was all right at it for absolutely ages. My PB was 102, and I could I fuck break through it? Break through it? Went a whole year without um, 
without hitting a PB in the snatch. Um, cleans would just bury me, and my jerk was absolutely horrendous. And still go, still did all right in competitions and all that, just through just naturally having an all right bit of strength through like a good having a good base of strength. Probably like the classic CrossFitter problem of I'm willing to just fucking throw down and have a go. Like it's gonna look horrendous. <laughs> it's gonna look horrendous, but I'm gonna do it. Um what's just reminds me yesterday I saw saw someone doing it doing a snatch press. Like do I think do like a max like a um, snatch press or something. And I literally thought his arm was gonna snap. Because yeah. like it's not like, good as he's it? pressing it behind, this arm literally was pulling oh. back there as he's trying to like press up and I'm like the arm's going to snap that soon. horrific. Yeah. With a sound watch, I was like, is it going to snap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My phone just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after, after the same, like, holy shot, I'm like... Mm. This, uh, yeah, so you've got point, like... What's the point going through a snatch press when your arm's like in a front rack uh-huh. and press behind your neck? <laughs> I was like, just, no. But... Yeah, like, obviously stripping that back and talking about like actual weightlifting uh actually There's lifting weights sorry yeah, yeah 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 that's true that's very very true um something that would serve a lot of people very well and that circles back to the fundamentals is learning how to squat bench and deadlift effectively because those three movements you can go a long way just by doing those three the yeah, sport of powerlifting and all that i think it's a, a male ego thing about taking on advice taking advice from other people yeah yeah like, that's why females are so much easier to coach than men yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent like the um, women are like the dumb own but they get on with it mm. but we'll do it yeah whereas men think that you know better and like <laughs> okay i, I haven't I, I did this instead and like you know <laughs> haven't just dedicated like you know a decade of my life trying to learn more do it doing a degree doing like several different I, qualifications I, I know fuck all yeah <laughs> i'm gonna take a, take advice from like the the office worker who's not even as strong as me <laughs> like okay i'll take your advice on board if you were stronger than me because you're obviously then, doing something right magazine. yeah 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 <laughs> i'm gonna follow this wolverine workout <laughs> Okay, you you do you. <laughs> There's one guy who uh, who I'm actually uh, wouldn't say uh, very close friends with, but he was he was a friend of a friend, um, and he was a friend of a friend of a friend who came here. Um, obviously, won't, won't name any names or anything like that. But when when the guy who came here had the conversation with with him about the style of training that we do here proceeded to go that's all wrong you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> all all the while well, this guy's never coached anyone never competed in anything uh, played a bit of footy played a bit of footy watched some youtube videos um and yeah that's about it and so that just demonstrates the the sort of male ego thing in here everyone's very receptive to all the blokes, anyway, are very receptive to uh, coaching and to having their preconceptions challenged. Because um, obviously, the 
you make a commitment to them, they make a commitment to trying to improve. Obviously, once they learn that if if they do what we're advising them to, they'll make progress. And I think sometimes with blokes, it just takes that little eureka moment. Because I remember it when working with a coach, getting back to myself personally. Um, the first thing that we worked on was my jerk. Because my, my clean was sky high. But my jerk was like, yeah. I could clean like maybe like 30, 40 kilos more than I could jerk. So it's like... You have to be the way around, don't you? Mm, you need to be a yeah, jerk. exactly. You need to have like surplus strength in the jerk because then it's quite straightforward to get better at the clean. Um, so there was one little thing that he suggested to me that I did. And like a day later, ended up PR and my jerk by like 20 kilos. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I've been doing this now for like four years like been, been doing weightlifting in some capacity for about four years imagine if at the start when was working with the very first coach that worked with yeah, if they them taken some of the things he was a bit of a dickhead though so <laughs> um taking some of the but taking some of the things on board and put my ego out of the way but then i think when you're getting coached by another bloke who is a twat like, it can be a bit of a challenge to take on board what they're saying because if you don't gel with their personality, then you're probably not really going to listen to them, which I think is what we try and do here is meet people where they're at and see what, what kind of, like, interactions they're comfortable with. Be comfortable with, like, taking the piss and humour. Sound, let's take the piss and have a little bit of humour. If they're not, then we won't do it type thing. It's like, what? What's the person going to respond best to? Because you can teach sets and reps and technical cues and all that kind of thing, but you can't teach, can't really teach good communication, really. Mm. And so I think, as a from a coaching point of view, um, it was definitely a lesson that I learned that not everyone's going to like me and my personality for whatever for whatever reason. So. Don't try and be liked by everyone, yeah. but try and meet them where they're at because they're coming here for help. So it's on us to help them, <laughs> whether they li- whether they listen to the advice or not. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a big lesson that I I learned that I definitely learned about training was put my ego aside, take some advice on board. You'd be surprised at how how fast you can you can progress. Um, probably in that last year before before that last competition where I would go like one one from three in the snatch and then like hit all my clean and jerks. It was the other way around. I hit all my snatches. Oh, yeah, I went one for three in the clean and jerk, but it didn't really matter. Already had the total, that type of thing. Um, but that was from, obviously, again, putting my ego aside and listening to some coaching and if you can learn from that and take that on board, then you'll go pretty far. Yeah. It does always crack me up, though, when you give someone advice. You give someone advice at the thing that you're an expert in. Let's be honest. 
you've got pretty high expertise in strength and conditioning, weightlifting, powerlifting, strength training, all that kind of stuff. You've got very broad base of knowledge and some really like super specific, um, some super specific knowledge. Can't mind's gone blank of another way to describe that really. So you'll have a conversation with someone, you give them some advice, and then the next time you have the conversation with them, and you ask, "Did you do the? Did you do the ten minutes a day that I told you to do?" No, you didn't. Or did you try? Or did you at least now. try? Oh no, you didn't. Oh okay, because it's kind of because X Y Z. Yeah, because of because I saw how. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, well, okay then. Like, obviously, if if you're going to ask for advice and an opinion and all that, then still go and Google it. But still go Google it. So there, Dan. Question for you. What's one mistake that you've made in training, health and fitness that you wish you would have learned from sooner? Uh, lack of consist consistency. So if you take too much time off, it's so much harder getting back into the rhythm. Like, Is this like a recent thing that you're talking about here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being in the rhythm is the best because your capacity to train is higher. You don't feel anywhere near as worse. You can train harder. So, yeah, being consistent. Sweet, mate. When are you training next, anyway? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Spot on, mate. Well, then, see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> There's another fucking absolute pearl of wisdom. Really, you know? <laughs> That's bang on, that. Um, consistency is king. Consistency is king and or queen. Um, yeah, two, two pearls of wisdom from... Uh, from a couple of our members there. And here's another That's one to ask, Big well. Steve. Yes. I'm gonna put him on the spot here. He'll probably make us do his smell insults. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how I'm gonna approach this. Because uh, I reckon he'll try and get out of it. So we'll uh Oh the question we'll was smell the put the question. Yeah. Because he's he's not gonna be happy. All right, Steve. Got a quick question for you. Come over here and I'll ask you. You don't have to be on camera. <laughs> you can edit your voice. <laughs> this this, is, re this is revenge for making me choke on the smell insults the other day. Um, what's one mistake you've made in your training, health and fitness that you wish you would have learned from sooner? I'll buy smell insults. Don't buy smell insults. <laughs> don't buy smell insults. <laughs> <laughs> you have got a good rig on you and you're strong as fuck so don't eat shit huh? that's a very good one mate yeah nutrition another another pearl of wisdom but yeah so steve kind of ambushed us with some well yeah he definitely ambushed me i wasn't there when you had them uh, I had the same action as you yeah with a so i've had the where it's like been like cotton bud in there yeah but, but he's got liquid and I was like bossing around, didn't get anything. Next thing to a sniff, and it's went right up this this whole side, just cleared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this whole right side was just open. I was like, whoa. I was doing a, an emom of death the day after, um, the day after I'd done it. I think it's like, that, that was emom? Monday. Yeah. The, the, oh, mate, fucking hell. Who hurt you? Um, <laughs> um, the next day after, who's, who's smells hot? So, Juju Mufus or Eddie Halls? Someone, it was like it was someone. It's just the world's strongest army. His one's all 
uh, uh, these ones, world strong, the world's strongest um, smelling salts. It was the day after, and I was doing this like a little bit of conditioning that James had written. So it was fucking torture, right? And after like the first two rounds, after the first two rounds of it, all I could smell and taste were these smelling salts. Absolutely horrendous. I don't know how people use them because I I think that I would just get put off if I was going for like a snatch or a clean and jerk. Even like a squat, a bench, or a deadlift, I think I'd just be like, "Whoa, that's strong as fuck!" That how yeah. am I supposed to do this thing now? I see people take when you start like just crying, like dies, mm. just, like, just gone. Yeah, like, can't do the lift. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, it's so, so yeah, we've got a fair few mistakes to learn from there. Um, if you want to avoid making those mistakes, um. Or if you want to stop yourself from tripping yourself up and getting in your own way with your, your nutrition and your training, then check out some of the free resources that are in the in one of the links below. Um, alternatively, if you want to jump on board and you're ready to get started and you're ready to start making progress, um, check out our 21-day fundamentals course. The link's going to be below. So if you just head to that link, stick your details in, we'll be in touch very soon. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hit that follow, like, subscribe, mm. all, that, all that jazz. All that jazz, all that stuff. And just but... even just like because of the new shiny, new sign. New shine. Shine. So people that know where we are now. It is nice. I like it. <laughs> I need a thumbnail.